the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Thank you for listening to the Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. This is Mark Longoria. Director of Ministry Development here at the radio station, and we're so thankful that you are listening in today. This program is called The Church of the Week, and what we like to do in this uh, segment of time is to introduce a new church or a church in our community to you, one that you may know, maybe you don't, but uh, we have found out that a lot of our listeners uh, are, are great Christian people. They love to they love the Lord, and they love to tune in to our radio station to listen to the Word of God, and we're so appreciative for that. But we also found out that a good number of our listeners actually don't have a home church. They're in the city, uh, and uh, they're saved, and uh, they're, they're good Christians, but they don't have a, a person that they can go to and call their personal pastor. They don't have a group of people that they can go to and call their own church family. And so uh, our, our, our whole thing to, that we're doing here today is just to give you an opportunity to listen to uh, a pastor today. His name is Pastor David Crocker. He is the pastor over at Living Word Christian Fellowship here in San Antonio. We want to inform you all about him, all about the uh, the church and things that are going on there to give you an opportunity to listen and uh, maybe uh, give him a call and go by there and visit them and, and uh, see if the Lord would have you stay and be there as part of the membership of that part of the body of Christ. So, Pastor uh, David, thank you so much for joining us here today in the studio. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you for in- inviting me. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here with you today. Absolutely. Well, uh, I want you to kind of give us uh, some information about you. Who is David Crocker? Tell us a little bit about your background, where you grew up, and how you ended up here today. Great. Well, uh, I went to college on a football scholarship at Delaware State College and then Happy University. I coached uh, <clears throat> wrestling and football uh, while I was in uh, after graduating from college, and then I joined the military. Spent 22 years active duty military and traveled all over the world. And uh, while I was in the military, I was called into the ministry. I've been ministered while, while I was in the military. Uh, I pastored uh, a few places where I've gone uh, in, in Bosnia, being deployed. And, and pastored just um, God changed my life and mm. uh, loved God's people and uh, loved the, the, the priesthood word. What were you doing in the military? I was. Uh, I started off as a communicator, and then I uh, transitioned once I uh, was commissioned as a second lieutenant in the quartermaster corps. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And so a communicator, what exactly did you do, though? Well, I was a uh, combat signaler back then. That's what they call it, uh, short for wire dog. And what we would do is we would... Uh, we would connect communication between, at that time I was in the artillery battalion, and we were to make sure that the guns could communicate one with another as well as they could also uh, communicate with the command post. And oftentimes the wild lines would get knocked out, and it was our responsibility. We would even set up a uh, communication switchboard out in the field, believe mm-hmm. it or not. And it's a pretty uh, complex network, network of communication. But, Did you uh, say the guns would communicate with each other? <laughs> yes, they would. Wow. When I say guns, I'm, I'm, uh, that's short for 
artillery, uh, it would be um, artillery tanks, what it would be. And yeah. so uh, they would have to communicate with each other, um, right. mainly through our wireline communications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was this with the Army or the Air Force? This or? is with the Army. Yeah. Sure All was. Right. Very good. So you were helping uh, those guns communicate with one, one with the other, and uh, now the Lord has you communicating the Word of God <laughs> from heaven to earth. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, that's quite interesting. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I went, to, I went to college on a physical education. In fact, I have a master's degree in health and physical education. Okay. So here it is. After going to school for five, six years, uh, I found myself in the military uh, um, Doing communications. How about that? <laughs> that was strange. And but. so how how is it you're doing this in the military, and then you said that you had an, an opportunity to pastor while you were in the military. Sure. How do you cross over to do, be doing that? That was very interesting uh, because, you know, I was all, I would always go to church wherever I was stationed. Always, we would get involved in, this, in the church. When we started off in Germany years ago, uh, it was when I was first ordained as a deacon there in the gospel service. And the uh, from there, as I... Um, uh, moved forward, moved back to, uh, that was in Germany, I moved back to uh, to Fort Hood, Texas, and was deployed to Bosnia. Well, I was, calling to, I was calling to the ministry back in 1987, but while I was in Bosnia, that was very unique because I was a company commander, hmm. and I was in charge of about 134 uh, soldiers that was under me. And it was interesting because on Sunday I would put on my pastor's hat, but then after after service I would put on my company commander's hat. Mm. So it was unique. I had a battalion commander who was uh, very, very understanding and very supportive of my ministry. As long as I did my responsibilities that I had uh, as a soldier, then that was no problem. And when you're deployed overseas, there's a, uh, a lot of young soldiers go through a lot of things. I mean, it, it's really the harsh reality of warfare and things like that. And they really need a lot of help and really need a lot of support. So it was good that I was there to be used of the Lord in the manner that we was, uh, that, that, I, that I was used, and to be a blessing to others. You mentioned that you were called to ministry. And explain that to someone that may, maybe doesn't know what that means. How, how is someone called to ministry? <laughs> well, for me, uh, we know that there is the, uh, there's the heavenly calling, the high calling, and, and there's a calling to salvation, first of all. Yes. Everybody is called to salvation. The scripture says that says that as many as receive him, to him gave you the power to become sons of God. The scripture says that Jesus says that them that call unto me, that come to me, I will in no wise cast out. So there's a call to salvation. And the scripture says that God is not willing that any man should perish, but that all should come into repentance. Right. So once I receive, first of all, uh, Christ as my Savior, and as I begin to serve him, God began to impress upon me a deeper um, call and a deeper desire to minister for him. I believe that when we pray, we, of course, we, we pray to the Father. When we study, God talks to us. And when we, uh, when we, um, when we pray uh, for other people, we're praying for God. And when we witness, we're praying for God. And so are talking for God. And so what I like to see is that uh, I like to say about being called I recall one night I was preparing for a adult Sunday school um, lesson. It was um, back in Germany, and I would wait until early in the morning to prepare. And as I began to prepare, I believe the Lord began to speak to my heart. And there was such a strong burden and a, such a strong mm-hmm. desire um, to preach the gospel, to tell us, to help people, because people need help. Yes. And and so I I heard the Lord begin to tell me to say, 
He said, I'm calling you to go forth and proclaim my word. He said that there are many that have been called before you. He said, I'm calling you to go forth. And it was so plain and clear to me. And I know other people are calling other ways. But I believe that the Lord really impressed upon me at that moment while I was in the word of God that he's calling me to greater service for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that point in time, I began to prepare myself, and, uh, and God continued to reveal it to me. So for the folks that are listening today uh, and, can, and can say, I can relate to that because I've been feeling a deeper call from God in my intimate time in prayer and studying his word. I feel like God's calling me to a deeper level of commitment to him in ministry. Um, what do they do? How do they how do they go about answering the call? Yeah, very good question. Very good question. Well, I tell you, first of all, it's important that you get into a church, a Bible believing church. And prayerfully, you're already submitted and committed to a pastor. Yes. I believe the book of Jeremiah tells us that uh, God has given us pastors at his own heart that will feed us with knowledge and with understanding. So it's very important that you get into a Bible-believing church, and it's important that you have a covering. It's important that you have a shepherd. Absolutely. And it's important that once you receive the calling, it's not for you to go out and begin to preach and start <laughs> opening up your own church. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to, to get under the preaching and teaching of the Word of God so that you can grow, so that you can uh, begin to be prepared for mm-hmm. what God has for you. Uh, I'm reminded of how Paul, even after Paul was was knocked off his donkey on the road to Damascus, he didn't start preaching right away. He went he went for years and he was taught the word of God. Mm-hmm. He stood under the elders and, and the apostles that was able to teach him and share with him the word of God. And so before he began to come out into his uh, ministry. So it's important that uh, when a person is called that they get into a church and begin to sit at Jesus feet and get the word of God and grow. Absolutely. You mentioned that it's important that we have a shepherd, that we yes. have a spiritual covering. Yes. And that's exactly why we we produced this program, hmm. because of the very fact that we know for a fact there are, there are people that have, uh, that have uh, let us know that they listen loyally to, um, to this program and to our radio station throughout the week and the weekends, um, but don't necessarily have a home church. And it's mm-hmm. very, very important. I think you and I and, and so many others that, have been, that are listening have, uh, have experienced friends and, uh, and relatives that have gone off to, to launch churches and, and really just kind of shooting from the hip. They mm-hmm. really don't have that spiritual covering. They don't have a mentorship. They don't have a leader. They don't have someone that can, that can guide them. And, and we all need to be submitted to, to authority. And obviously God is over us. Uh, over us all, but that doesn't mean, well, I just have a direct line with God and I don't need anybody else to... to no, we need accountability. We need some friendship. Mm. We need some leadership. We need some counseling Absolutely. because we all go through the thick of it every now and then, especially when you're in ministry, as oh, you know. Yes. There are some high highs and there are some low lows, and you <laughs> need uh, somebody that'll lock arms with you and, and help you and pray pray with you when you're down and celebrate with you when your hands are up and excited and uh, about what Jesus is doing. Absolutely. So uh, I want to ask you one more thing about, before we get into the church itself, I want to ask you a little bit more about the, your experience uh, in the military. As you very well know, San Antonio is a big military town. Sure, sure it is. Uh, we're grateful for every man and woman in uniform. Mm. We are just, uh, we're thankful for every single one of you, and we bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And we always Amen. pray the blood of Jesus over you that covers you and protects you and uh, all the different deployments and things that are going on. We're blessed in the city that we have the opportunity to receive 
receive our wounded soldiers and nurture them back to health. Uh, and in so many ways, uh, not only physically, but also spiritually, uh, you know, the, all the, the Church of San Antonio gets to pray and cover them constantly. Uh, but let me ask you this. Um, uh, I, being a, a, a veteran myself, know the difficulty of being a single man mm-hmm. in the military away mm-hmm. in this in your case germany i was mm-hmm. in europe as well i was in spain and in italy mm-hmm. and how difficult it is to walk that walk of the wow. christian faith uh, uh I, I see so many men and women that um uh, that claim to be christians but in the military it's difficult because everyone around you is just of a different mindset the majority let me say sure. is of a different mindset and it, you know the last thing in their mind is going to church the last thing in their mind is attending a bible study or having a pastor how how can you speak to to military personnel that are listening right now here in San Antonio <clears throat> excuse me to stay focused on the word of god and not be sidetracked by uh, by society and the pools of the world. You know, you know, Mark, that is very important. And having been deployed several times overseas, not only uh, Germany, but also Korea and other places, that is probably the, the toughest thing that uh, even for married as well as single men in the military, being away from their family, yeah. I think the toughest part for me was just being separated from the family because I love my family. I have four wonderful children and a lovely wife. And whenever I got to call to have to depart, that was always, you know, put a heavy burden on my heart. Mm-hmm. But I think the challenges of, of being overseas, away from your family, away from people, away from those that normally would hold you accountable. Oftentimes you see young soldiers that will come from their hometown and they get in the military. They got more freedom yeah. than they've ever had before. And again, it still holds true. Um, that we are not to let the word of God slip. It's important. Uh, I recall one of the tenets of a local church here, uh, a certain denomination, is that when you leave one church or leave a city or go, you always get connected with another church somewhere, and you hold fast to that, and you hold true to that, and you remain committed and dedicated uh, to that. And I think as as a soldier going to serve, there are times when the duty is hard, I know what it's like. You're a soldier 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. The duty is very hard. And you're looking and you're waiting for the time when you're not on duty. There's a there's a desire. You want to relax. Mm-hmm. You want to relax. And, and oftentimes there are negative influences in the military like there are anywhere else. Sure. Um, sometimes people are tempted to do things that they've not done before because they're away from family and no accountability. Exactly. But I would encourage any soldier that's listening or uh, airman or uh, whatever that's listening to this uh, interview that you maintain, um, con- stay connected to your roots. If you serve God when you before you was in the military, then serve him in the military. I had the unique uh, privilege of being saved, giving my life to Christ before I joined the military. And uh, I thank God that I was able to uh, stay saved while I was in the military. Yeah, that's good. I'm not saying that there was not some ups and downs. It's surely there are. Yeah. But I thank God that by... Um, by his power and his grace, he was able to allow me to overcome. Uh, you can make it, and I'm a living testimony, that you can make it in the military. There are a lot of things that go on in the military, uh, but you can make it. And, and, and folks that are serving overseas and, and serving and doing their very, very best for this country, um, certainly uh, um, it's a, it's a, certainly need the Lord, and uh, I could say that emphatically. 
You've been listening to David Crocker. He's the pastor of Living Word Christian Fellowship here in San Antonio. If you'd like to uh, call Pastor David with some questions or maybe something that he said piqued your interest and you'd like to have a conversation with him, uh, he is open to meet with you. The phone number you can call is area code 210-789-8449. Again, if you're writing it down, let me repeat it for you. Call Pastor David Crocker at 210-789-8449. Um, the ministry, um, and we're going to be talking here about the church here in a little bit, but uh, if you'd like to attend a church service and meet Pastor David in person, shake his hand and get to know him a little bit better, you can find him on Sundays at 11 a.m. over at the Crown Plaza Hotel at 1111 Northeast Loop 410. That's near the airport, uh, 1111 Northeast Loop 410, Crown Plaza Hotel, Sundays at 11 a.m. Wednesdays, they have home groups. Uh, uh, he opens his home so that you can come and spend some uh, time there with uh, him and his family and, and the church family and just kind of get to know each other a little bit closer as well as study the Word of God together. So, uh, Pastor, thank you for inviting. And uh, we, on behalf of AM630 KSLR, want to also encourage you to find a home church. And, um, you know, just go by and visit uh, Pastor David and, and uh, listen, to, uh, listen to the Word of God. Get plugged in. If, you've been, if you were saved before and uh, you just kind of slacked off a little bit and want to get reconnected, then this is a great church you can get connected to. If you've never done it before and are just tuning in and trying, you're curious about the faith of Christianity, then uh, we invite you also to get to know Pastor David and ask him a few questions about the Jesus that he serves, and I'm sure he'd be more than happy to uh, share with you the love and the peace and joy that uh, that our Jesus offers. Pastor, let's talk a little bit about the church. Uh, how did uh, how did you end up uh, pastoring a church here in San Antonio? Wow, that's very interesting. Uh, good question. Um, while I was still active duty in the military back in 2005, uh, there was a friend of mine in the city that was um, that was leaving the church where he was at uh, for another call that God had placed on his heart as an evangelist. So he would uh, he was going to begin to travel around, and so he had uh, mentioned to the congregation who was looking for a pastor um, that they would seek me out, and and uh, that I was a pastor in the city. I wasn't currently pastoring uh, a particular church, so they called me out, and I. And I went over and preached a couple of times for them, and they asked me if I would be the interim pastor for the period of time so they could find a pastor. Well, uh, it was only supposed to be for about four months, and uh, it ended up being about two years. Wow, God had other plans. Huh? <laughs> so God had other plans. And so uh, at that, we uh, we came in, and, and uh, we came on as permanent pastors, and we actually changed the name of the church and brought the name brought the church under my overseer, my uh, connection, it's Covenant Connection International, uh, who my pastor is uh, Bishop Nathaniel Holcomb in the Christian House of Prayer there in Colleen, Texas. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and we changed the name of the church. And uh, at that point, the, the church began to grow. Mm-hmm. And so in 2009, we moved the church from a, a small church over on the east side of San Antonio to the Crown Plaza Hotel and uh, we've been there ever since. All right. So how long has the church been around? You said you took it over. I took it over in, believe it or not, I took it over in, uh, we changed the name in 2008. Okay. So I've been pastoring for about uh, 2006. And when was, it, when was the church founded? The church itself, the church, Living Word Christian Fellowship was founded in 2008. In 2008. In 2008. But, but, I mean, you came into it before it had a different name. Exactly, so had a different name. When did that? when did that congregation first start? Do you know Ooh. the history of it? I think that started back in early, believe it or not, in the early uh, 
forties. Wow. Yeah, it was an really? old it was an older church, mm-hmm. and uh, at that time it was uh, Chief Cornerstone Baptist Church, and then it was changed again to Chief Cornerstone Christian Church. Mm-hmm. And so when we came on, uh, the church began to take on uh, the name Living Word Christian Fellowship. That's good. So tell me about the church itself. Are you uh, are you non denominational? Do you belong to Do you belong to a denomination? Mm-hmm. Very good question. Uh, I get that question asked a lot of times. Yeah. And um, we are a non denominational, full gospel, charismatic church, mm-hmm. and that's a long title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I always tease people. I said that uh, it's full full gospel because we believe the Bible from Genesis all the way to maps. Amen. Yeah, that's right. All the way to the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole Bible. And uh, we just love the Lord. And um, we believe that uh, I don't certainly doesn't knock any particular denomination, of course. Yeah. Uh, we just believe the, the, the church that God has placed in our heart was a non-denominational churches. Um, and uh, we just um, just a couple of weeks ago, we even allowed uh, I was cur- I'm currently in school full time now. And um, some of the my classmates, uh, I invited them to come to our church and they were three nuns mm. and they came to our church and they was traveling here from Arkansas. And they came and after service, they had a wonderful time. I in- invited them to uh uh, to come out and they came out and I had them say a few words to the congregation, but they had a wonderful time and they had never been to a church uh, service the way we conduct our services. Yeah. Very, very lively, a lot of praise, a lot of worship and uh, yeah. and uh, and uh, a lot of love mm-hmm. in our church. Yes. So uh, if we have somebody that says, well, you know what, I've always been Catholic, I've always been Baptist, I've always been whatever, and I've never really been in a non-denominational church, um, uh, how, would they be okay to come in and check it out? And <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. One of the things we like to say is that we believe in the Word of God plus nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I tell people oftentimes, I have no opinion apart from the Word of God. That's good. If the Word says it, then then, then I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I believe that the Bible says, and not that I knock again in the denominations, the Bible says that the traditions of men have made the word of God a non-effect. Mm. So we want to make sure that the word of God goes forth unhindered, yes. unhampered by any force of men whatsoever. Uh, it's all about uh, God having his way and his will in our life. And well, take us through the ministry. Somebody walks into the Grand Plaza and they're going to be attending Living Word Christian Fellowship. What can they expect? Well, great. So when they come through the Crown Plaza, when they get into, uh, we currently meet in Salon D, mm-hmm. and uh, we're looking to expand to another room because they have four salons over there. And so we currently meet at the very end near the pool where there's a curtain up, though. We got to make sure there's a curtain up from yeah. the pool. All right. But um, you can do quick, easy <laughs> baptisms there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So when they come in, they'll be greeted and. Uh, we normally start our services off uh, about 10 minutes before service. We begin our prayer of confession, and that takes about six six minutes. And that prayer of confession has to do with speaking the word of God, saying who we are in Christ. And I believe that is important. As the scripture says in Mark chapter 11, verse 24, it says, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, five times he says, say, and then he says, believe. And I believe that if a person gets into a habit of speaking the word mm-hmm. of God out Very of their good. mouth, then I believe that the word of God formed by the tongue 
and spoken out of the mouth is a is a spiritual force releasing the ability of God in our life. And Amen. so we get the people in a habit of speaking the word of God. So before service starts, we're speaking the word of God. And then we go right into praise and worship. And mm-hmm. uh, after that, uh, thereafter, we go right into into uh, right hand of fel- uh, correction uh, goes into right hand of fellowship. But we go into greeting and then we get right into the word. All right. Um, well, I want you to extend an invitation for everyone that's listening as we get ready to wrap up our interview. I want you to just uh, invite San Antonio to come by and visit you. Well, again, we're here because God, I believe, placed us here and God has planted us in the city. I think uh, this is our Jerusalem where we are to go out and, and, and teach and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you're here in the city of San Antonio, I love the Lord, that my church, we love God's people, and we love serving God's people. We believe, even as Jesus said, he ordained certain disciples to be with him. And I believe, and I'm praying, that those that God have ordained to be with us in this city, <clears throat> to, uh, to help usher in the next move of God in our life and in this city, we're praying that if that's you, then you come out and, and see what God has. Come out and worship. I believe that God has set everybody in the church as it has pleased him. And I believe that everybody needs a shepherd. And so if you're here in the city of San Antonio and you're looking for a good church that's going to love on you, that's going to teach you the word of God and be there for you, you come out and check us out. We're looking for you. All right. Well, uh, everyone here at uh, the radio station at KSLR wants to echo those words and invite you to come out and be with uh, Pastor David Crocker at Living Word Christian Fellowship. They meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Crown Plaza Hotel at 1111 Northeast Loop 410. That's the Crown Plaza Hotel, Sundays at 11 a.m. The address is 1111 Northeast Loop 410. That's right near the airport, I guess near the uh, the mall, right, somewhere around that area. Um, and uh, if you want more information, maybe you can't find it, uh, you can always go online at livingwordchristianfellowship.com. That's the full name of the church, dot com, livingwordchristianfellowship.com. And if you'd like to call and have a uh, have a personal conversation with uh, Pastor David or someone else there on his staff, you can call area code 210-789-8449. Pastor, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for the service. Uh, uh, you're not only in the military, but also in, in God's army to continue to give uh, what the Lord has given you and share it with uh, so many people that, uh, that are in dire straits, so many people that need to hear the Word of God and, and need hope back in their life. Yes, yes. Thank you, Mark, for inviting us. It's been my pleasure, and uh, thanks again. All right. We bless you, and we bless Living Word Christian Fellowship. Thank you for joining us. And everybody else, keep listening to AM630 KSLR right here, The Word in South Texas. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.